0: And now, your hosts, Tom Zappala and Rico Petrucelli.
1: Mr. P, what's going on? Not much. How are things in beautiful Sarasota?
2: Yeah, uh, the weather's turned, and uh, I actually played golf yesterday in uh, 80-degree weather, uh, and I'm lucky to be alive. What did you shoot? I don't know. You don't even keep score? No, because it's a different system here. We have points. Guys make uh, two points for a uh, par, one point for a bogey, four points for, a, and if you reach your above your your uh, handicap, and it's uh, yeah, a couple of bucks, you know, we put in, and so, so that's it. But uh, no, nah, it's uh, I got cramps. I got everything dizzy. Are you serious? I sure. I'm not kidding. I, you I, high? I, 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 mean, well, I was sick. We were sick. I had the, the intense. What do you call it? The uh, upper COVID. respiratory. It's called, called COVID. No, I didn't have COVID. <laughs> so I got. Fooling. I you got are t- so, You, are I, I so got tested.
1: Fooling. My wife got it. You <laughs> listen to me. I will take that. You can take that to your grave. Who do you think you're kid? I mean, you, seriously. <laughs> you uh, haven't had it. I know. I haven't. I haven't. I've been lucky. Knock yeah. on wood. Knock on wood. I've been Ellen and I have been very, and I'll be honest with you, uh, a lot of family members have had it—nieces, nephews, my son and his whole family had it. Ellen and I, I feel like the Teflon Dawn. Yeah, yeah,
2: oh, that's good. So no, you we,
1: we, we've been lucky. We've been very, very lucky, and I think we're almost over the hump now. So you know, we hope. Yeah, we're, we're on the we're on the 15 yard line the fifteen, yeah, that's the way I'm looking at it. The red hey, is the
2: toughest. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Great American Collectible Show. Uh we are broadcasting. Well, our two producers, David and Chrissy, they're back at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Uh I am in Southern Florida. Rico is in southern Florida, although it's, you're about two and a half hours from me, Rick, right? About yeah. two and a half. Yep. Rico's in Sarasota. Ellen and I are in North Palm Beach. And uh, we do have a good show today. In a few minutes, we're going to be joined by a uh, special guest. Kevin Lenane, the new president of PSA, is going to be joining us. And once he's on, he's going to join, stick with us for the entire show. Uh, a lot happening with PSA, as everybody knows. Uh, they, they, I think they're turning to corner, Rico. And uh, so we're going to get an update from Kevin, a young guy, get a little background on uh, on Kevin, uh and the direction that uh, PSA uh, is going to be going in. Mm-hmm. I really don't have a headline. I was talking to Rich Miller from Sports Collectors Daily, and we, we were talking about the uh, Tom Brady retirement and the value of his cards. And I think the bottom line here is that uh, there's going to be a spike, uh, according to, uh, you know, uh, even more of a spike, at least temporarily, on on Tom Brady cards and, uh, sure it's, yeah. it would be, it would be worth it to invest, but they're expensive Rico. They're really,
2: I know his autograph is like 2,500 or whatever, Absolutely. but you know, the guy's the best ever. I it, uh, just, I think everyone agrees with that. He's just, uh, a combination of not only his talent winning, uh, and all of that stuff. Plus he's off the field by that. I mean he's a good looking guy he's got a beautiful wife got great kids it's like it's uh it's just amazing story right, so just, let,
1: let me ask you this question Rico uh you know Kevin sucker not on yet so what was your take on the way he retired do you think that he was snubbing the Patriots fans or do you think there was just that's just what he was you know just it was Tom Brady being Tom Brady
2: uh yeah I I don't think he was snubbing the fans he really does uh, he appreciates the fans Are you kidding me New England and uh i I also think he uh, Bella, he has great respect for Belichick and uh, Belichick for him uh they make a big thing out of it you know uh but the guy is just a great I mean he's the best his numbers super Bowls it's just incredible well
1: you know it's an interesting whole story is I it? know and 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 Belichick referred to him I never heard this come out of Belichick's mouth the greatest football player that ever lived. Wow, that's he referred weird. to him yesterday, which, you know, a couple of days ago, actually, as the as the greatest football player that ever lived, which is really cool, man. Really
2: yeah, cool. which is nice, you know, to hear because there's so many rumors in the past. Uh, they didn't get along. They blah blah blah, and uh, that's I, I just can't believe it because they both uh, have been so successful in the NFL. I, I couldn't agree with you more. But Rico, I want to ask
1: you a question. Uh, you know, we got a few minutes here. Okay, Just, just lock out. What is your take on this lockout and is the is the season is the season not going to start on time in your opinion?
2: It's just a gut feeling that it will start on time. Uh they may lose some spring training days, uh weeks, but I think they'll come to an agreement. Uh this is well little little things to me but big things to them, you know, with uh uh, paying, uh, the young players, uh, there's a couple of, I'm not sure exactly. I'll be honest to be honest. Uh, but they get together and they, you know, nothing happens. And then, you know, they both given in on certain points. So there's one point, whatever that is taking a long time, Yeah. but the, it, it, does it make sense, Tom, the money, the money is, Unbelievable. I
1: mean, that's where you come in because, I mean, I know, listen, we've talked about a zillion times what kind of money you guys made. I mean, you know, a Yaz, yourself, you guys made, I guess at the time, decent yeah, money, but. Decent money for that, yeah. But, but not, nothing like today. So, no. I mean, did you guys ever experience going through a situation like that? Like, like the whole Kurt Flood thing? Were you guys involved? Sure. In, I mean, uh, how well, did you, yeah. Go ahead. Hi, yeah. yeah. I mean,
2: we had uh, Marvin Miller came around. He, uh, you know, he convinced uh, all the teams, all the players that uh, to, to kind of come together. The owners were making a ton of money and uh, they weren't uh, sharing it uh, with the players. Not enough. Uh, so we eventually went on strike. My, the first time we went on strike and we were in, in uh, spring training and everybody left the field. The fans were all up. So what the heck's no. happening? Wait a second. Before the game started? Yeah, no, the game started. We played a couple <laughs> innings. No, and then way. somebody got the call, say, okay, that's it. Everybody off the field. Players are no going on strike.
1: Way. And how uh, long were you guys lately, on strike for? How long were you guys strike
2: for? Uh six or seven games. Because we lost six games with with uh, we lost six six games and we ended up losing by half a game for the uh for the, not, you know, the, uh, uh what do you call conference? So a- anyway, then it happened again. And a number of times, of course, 94, uh, was the worst. Eliminated the eliminated world series, such a bad move. Fans were not going crazy. I, know that,
1: I remember that. I yeah, mean,
2: that was- now <clears throat> the money, I mean, come on, I think they just signed a billion dollar contract with a streaming, streaming, uh, one of the, One of uh, one of the big, not networks, but you know the Netflix, whatever it is, and uh, on top of what they get from ESPN and all the other you know networks, so the owners are making it. The players, I think, uh, you know, the free agency was the big thing. The players wanted to get that down for at least one or two years instead of six, four years, let's say. That didn't go through.
1: Interesting. Well, listen uh, before we take a break. Uh, our giveaway, we have a couple of cool giveaways. Last week on the Staten Island Joe Ugly Bag giveaway, we have a beautiful book on Harry Hooper and we never heard from the winner. Uh, so he's out. He's out week. Yeah. This book is a great book. Story of Harry Hooper. Great Red Sox player. Uh, is he a Hall of Famer? I think he is. I'm yeah, not sure. he is. Right. Yeah. This is a giveaway this week. And then we have On Deck with Rico. Uh huh a good question today, Rick. Very good question. And we are going to be giving out our last copy of SMR Magazine. Now it's called PSA Magazine. And the beautiful cover, Tom Brady cover, signed down below by James Fiorentino, one of the foremost sports artists. Oh, he's
2: fabulous.
1: So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to take an early break now. And when we come back, Kevin, Kevin, Lenane, Kevin Lenane from PSA, is going to be joining us. The president. We'll be right back. Great.
3: Since 1996, Brian Drent and the staff at Denver's Mile High Card Company have led the charge in the collectibles hobby. Mile High is a full-service dealer specializing in buying and selling cards and offers a competitive consignment program for all collectors. Whether it be their computerized want-list service, appraisals, or auction services, Mile High has it all. If you've been searching for a company with a selection of high-grade vintage 1888 to 1970 baseball cards and memorabilia that shares your passion, aim high, Mile High. Go to milehighcardcode.com or call 303-840-2784 for more information.
0: Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auction and Collectibles Company. If you're looking to maximize your return on your sports cards and collectibles, look no further. We at Memory Lane Auction House offer you several options to achieve top dollar for your collectibles. Whether you're looking to auction or sell privately, we're the number one choice with over 17 years in the hobby. Nobody will work harder to achieve your goals. Just call us today at 877 606 5263, that's eight seven seven six zero 606 lane or visit us on the web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Go with the best, go with Memory Lane. Let's go, batter
2: up! Hi everyone, this is Rico Petroselli. JustCollect.com. A leader in the vintage sports card industry is giving free appraisals on your vintage cards. They'll evaluate your collection for free and let you know the value of it at no cost and no obligation. If you're ready to sell, JustCollect.com will offer you industry-leading prices to buy your card collection. To begin your free baseball card appraisal, visit JustCollect.com or call them at 732-828-2261. That's JustCollect.com for your free vintage card appraisals and top buy prices for your cards. Check out JustCollect.com today.
4: This is Brian Drent,
2: president of Mile High Card Company. Is your sports card and memorabilia collection properly insured? For easily replaced personal property, homeowners insurance is all most people need. But for prized possessions that you may have spent a lifetime collecting, it doesn't go nearly far enough. Collectibles Insurance Services has been insuring for over 50 years. They offer a full range of protection and a $0 deductible at an affordable rate with no appraisals required. I know because they insure my collection. If you have a minute, go to CollectInsure.com and learn more about insuring your personal card or memorabilia collection. How would you like to own the bat that was used by your favorite player when he hit that towering home run or game winning base hit? Now look no further than JT Sports specializing in the sale and authentication of professional game-used bats. As the official authenticators of professional model game-used bats for PSA DNA, JT Sports will guarantee the authenticity of any bat purchased from them. JT Sports also buys and sells game-worn uniforms, gloves, and baseball equipment. The unique quality of the collectible is what JT Sports is all about. Give them a call at 609-487-8003 or check them out at GameUseBats.com.
4: Now on deck with Rico Patricelli. (laughs) Rico (laughs) Patricelli. Hi, my name is Willie. Time for on deck with Rico Patricelli.
1: All right, it is so time. Good. Well, let's bring Kevin in, too. Kevin, yes. Lenane, President Hello. of PSA. Kevin, how are you doing well, today?
2: And congratulations, to yeah, Kevin. this is
1: cool. Very cool, Kevin. Yeah, thank Very you, glad. President.
2: That's ter- terrific. All
1: right, before we get to Kevin, it is time for our segment called On Deck with Rico, yeah. brought to us by our good friend Brian Dwyer and the great staff at REA Auctions. Don't forget to get your bin in by going to robert edward auctions.com that's robert edward auctions for extraordinary results and extraordinary service rico this is a really cool question and this week's Are giveaway you? as i said this is the last nice. smr magazine which is now psa magazine yep. Tom brady signed by our good friend famed sports artist james fiorentino this is the last one we have this will be our giveaway Rico, I like this question. You ready? By
5: the way, here it
1: is. There's the. Oh, look at that. That is really cool. Very cool. You
2: know know this guy.
1: Very, very cool. All right, Rick, here's our question. This question was submitted by Joel Wall. Rico, what are your thoughts on computers instead of umpires calling balls and strikes?
2: Please. What do you think I would say? I want to I'm, hear I'm kind of an old, I, I'm an old school, but I'm also kind of a new school. I don't, you know, they're trying different things, but come on, don't take, uh, don't, don't take the human part of this uh, game, uh, and, and, you know, get so technical with it. You got to have. And you know they're still going to experiment with it in the uh, independent leagues this year too.
1: I heard that there were going to uh, there was going to be some A games uh, possibly.
2: You, you, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. So, so what happens? I, I just hope that you know,
1: so, so. So, you are managing tucket. What happens if you're managing tucket? Vaughn is up, strikes out. The computer calls him out. Do you argue with the computer?
2: Oh yeah, you crush it. Yeah, take <laughs> is it. That what you do? Just, oh yeah, you step on it and crush it. Uh, <laughs> Then that's that's it. They got to get humans. Got to get All humans. All right. Let's I get to like... Kevin.
1: Uh, congratulations, Joe. We'll get that in the mail to you, uh, Kevin Lane, President of uh, PSA. Kevin, really good to have you aboard. Oh, number one. You uh, I know. I, I know. This has been probably a little overwhelming for you over the last uh, couple of months, but uh, you've got to you've got to be loving it, right?
5: Yeah, you know, I'm uh I'm an entrepreneur so I you know I have some experience uh, running companies but it not um quite with the rich tradition that PSA has. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a collector at heart and so it's been a kind of an amazing experience. Obviously, it's busy. There's a lot of people that uh are interested in PSA and 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 submit to PSA and care about PSA, so there's a very invested group of customers um both dealers and individuals um, but it's been a tremendous experience it's, you know I say this a lot but it really is an honor I mean I've I have my collector's club shirts for a decade back so I'm a true collector my background's actually in technology I start technology companies and kind of that's where my leadership experience comes from and I happen to be building a uh, a, a sort of a program just to, as you mentioned uh, the umpire the the, 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 the magic eye, um, I was building an application to um, grade baseball cards uh, using just a machine, using just an iPhone app, basically. And you know, PSA bought that uh, company, is called Genement, in in mm-hmm. April of last year. That's kind of how I wound up at PSA. But you know, obviously, I was doing that because I am, am pretty invested in, in
1: cards in general. So, uh, I, a little background. You know, uh, we were pleasantly surprised that we found out that you were from Concord, Mass, originally. Yeah. Concord High School, Concord Carlisle, or uh, prep school?
5: I went to prep school. I went to Groton, which is in Western Mass. Yeah. Um, it's a little independent prep school, uh, boarding school. Um, I am a Red Sox. I, I also want to say, Rico, I'm, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm a huge Red Sox fan. So, well,
2: thank uh, you very it's been much. an honor. I, it's great to I meet have,
5: you. I have you know, a lot of your cards around here somewhere.
2: Uh, <laughs> in I the have, trash.
5: <laughs> I, no, you know, I mean, the higher grade stuff, it's, I'll tell you, this 60s and 70s stuff has been taking off recently because I think there was an impression, obviously, you know, 10, 20 years ago that the cards of the 20s, 30s, 40s were the high end stuff, but there's only so many of those. And it, that that line of value on the vintage side is drifting up. And now it's kind of right through 1980, you know. And,
1: and you know uh, something, C- Kevin, you're, you're making a good point. And I've, I've, I've asked Rico, uh, actually, I forced Rico to give me a dozen of his cards from 67, 68, and 69, especially 69 when he hit the 40 home runs. And I forced him to sign every one of them for my grandkids. So I have them at home. Yes, Rico, that's uh, you know, w- when
2: I was playing, there was no industry, really. I mean, you know, you got collected cards and uh, I don't know, kids like myself, you know used to flip them and to see if we can win more from other kids, yeah. but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I never realized that you know they'd be they'd be worth anything, and uh, the industry is is absolutely fantastic. I mean, wow, uh, it's yeah. grown so much yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. gonna
1: make you feel good too, Rico, that you know why no, seriously, because yeah. you look at, you look at, you know, the guys that you played with and against, I mean, you played with 56 Hall of Famers or against 56 Hall of Famers. I mean, you had great relationships with them. And some of those cards now are off the charts yeah, value-wise, yeah. right?
2: Well, yeah, I'm happy for, I, I'm, I'm happy. You know, uh, uh, we, since we went on the air, how many years now? Six. Uh, Kevin, uh, we we really wanted to push the growth of the industry, get the young kids involved. This is I know off, off a little bit, but no, that's what we tried to do, and uh, it's wonderful to see how how it's grown so much.
5: Yeah, it really has. I mean, it's um, it's interesting. I'm a I'm a traditionalist. I'm I'm right on the line of like folks that focus on modern new stuff versus vintage, but I I am way vintage. I just, I love the history of baseball. So I, my collection stretches way back and probably up only until the seventies. I have some, some modern stuff, but the newer collectors are very invested in today's uh, players. And I think I kind of understand why, right? If you want to watch sports and invest in the players that you love, you kind of have to stay current. but it's, that's driven the growth, too, I will say. I think previously at PSA, we'd see a lot of the value coming in at vintage. And now it's like every day we see a card worth a million plus that's printed in the last two years. It's and, great. you know,
1: you're making a good point, Kevin, because I, I'm using my son as an example. I mean, listen, to me, I'm a vintage guy. You know, I started with uh, my T206 uh, collection. But, you know, my son and his friends, you know, they're more interested in the Ken Griffey Juniors, the yeah. Jeters, you know, moving up. Up, up the ladder because those are the guys that they grew up with so I mean it's it's it stands it stands to reason but Kevin yeah. I want I wanted to ask you you know as president as a new president of PSA it's kind of a general question but what do you see as your big challenges coming down the road
5: yeah, I mean, there's a couple big ones. So for sure, one, I mean, as you probably know, we wound up with a lot more uh, business than we could really process uh, last year. And to the tune of 12, 13 million cards sitting in an office, which is incredible. And so we're, we're over halfway through that. We're, kind of, we're at or below the 6 million mark now. But what that's done is it's made it difficult for us to be able to offer an affordable price on cards that we can still take in. So right, we we have to process that backlog, but there are also a lot of collectors that still want to submit. And so we basically have this percentage that we've defined. We say, okay, we want to finish the backlog by the end of the summer, beginning of the fall this year. So finish those six million cards. So we can only put call we put at at, at least 80% of our capacity right now towards the backlog. Right. And some of those cards have been at our our our, our facility for nine months, eight months. Mm-hmm uh so we want to get those done at the same time we want to satisfy collectors who uh, want to grade cards now the new sets the new modern sets whatever the use case might be the problem of course being we only have 20 percent of our capacity allotted to that and so the only way for us to control the number of cards that come in is through price and queuing and so the prices are i would say too high right now i think there is an impression that that we at PSA are keeping the prices high because we can and we want to make as much money as possible. And that's not the the, the reality. The reality is just that we overextended there uh, through a monstrous uh, swell in demand during COVID. Mm -hmm. And so we are working our way down. And the goal is, so the reason I'm saying all this is to like context for the fact that the goal we have is to provide affordable submission. So to get down to that $25 a card zone versus the, you know, we ha- it's open at 50 now, which is a big step. I mean, we started out the year with just express, you know, it was one fifty right. minimum. now we're down to 50 and we're going to continue to go down. So for sure, that's a big one, which is being getting affordable and timely. We want to get them back in 90 days and we want them to be $25 or less. So that's a, that's probably number one. It, Beyond that, there's support, they're supporting stuff there like growing the capacity. We're opening office new offices and and new places internationally and and in, in the US. Um, and then I would say the other another big one is is fraud and alteration and 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 kind of like even things like mechanical errors. We really have to stay on top of as the dollars have gone up, as the card values have gone up, as there are know thousands of cards it's seemingly worth over a million dollars is maybe not quite that many but definitely hundreds and a lot of basketball cards worth you know hundreds of thousands there's there's thousands of six figure cards that's for sure so as the as the values have climbed the the motivations for people to you know trim cards recolor cards alter them in one way or another has really increased uh as has the the motivation to recreate slabs etc and so really using the gentleman technology at first to really attack that and we've done a lot of work there already and you know in the time where we are running through the backlog you know that's something we can work on in parallel and so getting really smart about not accepting uh cards that are trimmed and or or are faked you know there's counterfeit stuff there's yep. fake versions yeah. and fake there's a million different ways in which cards are altered cool. And yeah, it's, it is. I mean, every day we're like, wow, this, you know, we just, we saw a card come in, you know, they have fake desert storm stamps and fake. I mean, it's
1: turned into a whole industry. It really has. There's a, a, there are companies
5: overseas that have bought the original files, like from, you know, and Fleer went bankrupt and some of these companies bought the original files original prints or original printers literally using every th- all the same equipment and just reproducing the cards. Wow. And it's like, at some point, you're like, well, what are those? Are those cards counterfeit? Or are they just like, <laughs> yeah. like actual physical, they're, they're dead bringer. And the mm-hmm. only way we can tell there's a couple that I won't give it away, but there are some tells, but it's, those never existed. That's ten crazy. years ago.
1: Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. We are chatting with mm-hmm. Kevin Linane, new president of PSA. Uh, and by the way, uh, getting back to Wesleyan for a minute, uh, yeah. you, you played football and I heard you were a hell of a football player. Yeah. Uh, but there's another guy. If yeah. I recall that was on the line probably 20 years prior to you. And that was Bill Belichick, right? Yeah. played for Wesleyan. What did not he?
2: Huh. He
5: did. Yeah, he did. His daughter, I actually went, he, his daughter was there when I was there. Um, uh, but yeah, no, he, he was a kind of a legend. Um, it's kind of intense for the division. It was a, it was a lot. It was a big program and a lot of energy around it. So it was definitely fun. I, you know, got my fair share of injuries there. Um, but, but a good experience for sure.
2: Rick, did you have a question? Well, I wanted to ask you, had mentioned, uh, you no, know, you're a collector and have been for a long time, but, uh, you also looking for, uh, or have the vintage Red Sox, uh, mm-hmm. players, Ted oh, yeah. Williams, Jimmy Fox. It's, uh, of course, they're your favorite team, but but uh, these players, you know, go back a, a long way. Yeah, I
5: I did. I actually did the master. There's a on the set registry. There's something called the master set, which is basically every card ever printed. It's tough to do with modern players because of the issues, but you know the number of cards. But I did the Ted Williams master set. Um, I have. I'll show you some. But I'll do a little show and tell here. I have this. Yeah,
1: love to see them.
5: I have. I have even. You can see how deep I went with Ted Williams. These are Ted Williams shotgun shows. Oh, wow. I've That's
2: fabulous. I've
5: got this too. Ted Williams root beer. <laughs>
2: Ted Williams, I've food. never seen
5: all. that. That's wow. It's from the fifties. So, so I, I went deep on, on the Red Sox. And then after that, I, I kind of expanded. I started with Ted and then I expanded to like Don DiMaggio, Johnny Pesky, yeah. Body floor, and then I went up, so I I, I yeah. went backwards. I did the million dollar outfield and Tris Speaker and Duffy Lewis. So I yeah I went all over the Red Sox.
1: You know uh, something, Kevin, when we come up, when we come out, uh, you know, our book launch uh, obviously uh, is going to be launched. A new book is going to be launched at the PSA booth. But when Rico and I are out there, Rico uh, Rico has some great uh, behind the scenes Ted Williams uh, stories and Johnny Pesky. I mean. Pesky, Rico, how long did you work with Pesky for? Your entire career, right?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's John Pesky uh, uh, uh put me at shortstop, made me a shortstop because there were too many guys in spring training at third base, the six or seven taking ground balls. And they I said, yeah, move over to short, what the heck? Sure enough, he says a couple of days later, you're a shortstop. You're gonna be a shortstop. I said, fine, I don't care. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. did yeah. you ever read a book called The Teammates?
5: It's uh it's about um Dom DiMaggio, Pesky, and uh
2: and Bobby Gore
5: going to visit. And Bobby, yeah, Bobby Dore. Yes,
2: yes. It's David Hollister. That's
5: great. Yes. Yeah,
1: I've read that book. Great book. Great There's book. a great statue uh behind no, is it behind Fenway Rico of 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 Dom. Yeah, center field. yeah, center field, yep. right? Great. Well, no, I want to
2: ask you too, uh, <clears throat> uh Kevin, why? Or has it maybe in recent years or this year or whatever? Ted Williams, why isn't his card worth that's a damn good question? Similar to you know, even the Ruths. I mean, this guy was the greatest, maybe the greatest all around hitter in the so, game.
5: I totally agree. I agree. I think I will say two two Red Sox are significantly undervalued Jimmy Fox and Ted Williams. They're both, uh, and I'll tell you the different answer. So, Ted Williams. I would argue his rookie card, which is the 39 play ball. It's, it's a cool card, but it's pretty non it's, it's,
1: it's a black and white card. In photo. Yeah.
5: yeah, And so part of it is that now I will say there are, I believe three PSA nines and a single PSA 10. Now the three PSA nines are in the hundreds of thousands, um, right. maybe more now. I, that PSA 10 hasn't sold in a long, long time. And it is, V type Williams card. I put that that ten at it's going to be in the you know above two million range. I would say really there's only one. By the way, Rico, your rookie card. There's only one PSA ten as well, which is kind of an awesome thing. It's there's a single PSA ten. Yeah, there's just one. Oh. Uh, Wait a minute,
1: Petrocelli. Oh, probably worth about a dollar fifty. No, huh? come on, Rico. Over we, 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 ten
5: grand, uh <laughs> like a week ago.
1: Rico, Great. man, we should be able to dig out one. I have stuff.
2: I when, we get back, when we get back, we'll do it.
1: You know, Kevin, it's really funny because uh, Ellen and I, you know, obviously we've, we've socialized periodically with uh, Rico and Elsie. So we went out for Chinese food one night and then we went back to Rico's house and he has like no clue what he has in his basement in boxes. So I started looking at this stuff. I'm saying, Rick, you got to start cataloging this stuff. And you have started doing that, Rico? Correct. Yes, I have. Yes, I mean. Yeah, it, I have. I mean, okay. It's so we will will see what stuff. happens. He, <laughs> he, game use stuff, you oh, know. Yeah. Personal letters from uh, from Ted to him. You oh, know, just talking about him helping Rico with his with his batting stance and. You know, yeah. giving him little pointers—really cool stuff. And Rico's got them all stuffed in
2: a trunk. Well, you know, that's that's me. And then you know, you get letters every year from somebody. I'm not sure it's uh, none of the auction houses that I I know of. You know, that we've talked to and about. And he wants—he he says, "You've got any memorabilia, rings? You know, uh, World Series rings, all kinds you know, of stuff." That stuff, I said. Yeah, I'm not gonna give it to you. I don't even know who you are. But uh, very funny. Really, uh, Kevin, the the industry and, you know, what you guys have to do with PSA, uh, it's Tom said, it's a big challenge, but uh, uh, it has to be done. And I I think it's when it's done, it's going to be even greater for uh, the. Oh, no doubt.
1: Listen, we're going to take a quick break. We are chatting with Kevin Lenane from PSA, the new president of PSA. We're going to take. Kevin, you're going to stick around with us, right? Sure. Sure. Awesome. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back.
3: Pristine Auction is a family-owned and operated online auction specializing in autographed memorabilia, sports cards, coins, art, and collectibles. Since their founding in 2010, they've grown to two facilities in Phoenix, Arizona, totaling over 60,000 square feet. Jared Cavali and an incredible staff of over 150 team members serve a very large customer base and enjoy every minute of it. By working with leading authentication companies, Pristine ensures all items are 100% authentic. In addition, third-party authenticators regularly travel to Pristine Auction to provide authentication services on-site. Pristine Auction strives to operate its business in a way that's honoring to God, their families, and their customers. With a strong focus on speed, quality, and premier customer service, their mission is to be the leading online auction for every level of collector and fan. Pristine also works for Hope Sports and Identity Hoops International, traveling to Mexico to build houses for the less fortunate. Pristine Auction offers several online auction formats with thousands of auctions ending each day. For more information, go to pristineauction.com. That's Pristine Auction, the best in the business. If you're a discerning collector interested in owning the most important pieces in the hobby, look no further than Leland's Auctions. the hobby's leading sports auction house for four decades.
4: It's often been said that championships are won on the practice field, and world records come only to those willing to work harder than everybody else. Heritage Auctions is the world's largest collectibles auctioneer because we believe that becoming the best is only an invitation to the challenge of remaining the best. This requires the skills of the hobby's top experts
0: Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auction and Collectibles Company. If you're looking to maximize your return on your sports cards and collectibles, look no further. We at Memory Lane Auction House offer you several options to achieve top dollar for your collectibles. Whether you're looking to auction or sell privately, we're the number one choice with over 17 years in the hobby. Nobody will work harder to achieve your goals. Just call us today at 877-606- Five two six three. That's eight seven seven six zero six L A N E. Or visit us on the web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Go with the best. Go with Memory Lane with record-breaking sales from everything from the White Border T206
1: Honus Wagner for $3.12 million to some great items that support the Jackie Robinson Foundation. Golden Auctions has set the highest standards for the finest in sports cards, autographs, and game-used memorabilia. We're always accepting consignments of high-end premium sports treasures or entire collections. Please register for our next auction and bid now at goldenauctions.com. That's golden with an I. We at Golden Auctions are committed to Providing unsurpassed customer service for the discriminating collector. That's exactly why we're the leader in the industry. Visit GoldenAuctions.com or call 856-767-8550 Remember, Golden Auctions. We don't just
4: break records; we shatter them.
1: Sarah found out camping. What was that? Wasn't oh. her thing. So she eBay board her tent to Tom. Who just had to get out of his house, but Tom needed road trip money, so he eBayed the crock pot he never used to Steve, who wanted to turn the heat up on date night. But Steve needed counter space, so he sold his decanter. Thought it was a vase to Sarah, who'd found
3: a new outdoor hobby. And of red. eBay.
0: Sell something and make room for something new
3: eBay is the place to go for all of your memorabilia, sports or non sports cards, autographs, and much more. Whether it's a gift for that special someone you want to add to your own collection, eBay's huge marketplace should be your first stop. And if you sell, now's the time to flip your cards and get some extra cash. I shop on eBay all the time. That's eBay connecting buyers and sellers globally.
1: Okay, we are back, David, correct? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that was, I like the intro music. That was kind of cool. Hey, Kevin, by the way, you know, uh, we're we obviously the three of us are working remotely. So I hope you can get a chance to watch the show on Wednesday night because obviously right now you're looking at a blank screen, but all the kind of cool graphics and all that stuff uh, appear when the show actually airs. So just oh, keep. Cool. keep it- keep that in the back of your mind. By the way, uh, before we get back to Kevin, you know, we were talking uh, off here a little bit about our new book and uh, the initial press releases went out this week. Uh, you know, uh, Ellen and I have been working on this book for about uh, almost two years now. And we are really, really, really pleased uh, that the book launch is going to take place at the PSA booth at the National. The book is called The Diamondbacks Collection, the 50 of the greatest cards in sports collecting history. And uh, we were commissioned by both PSA and uh, our good friend, who has now become a good friend. He's a really good guy, Uh, Kenny Kendrick. Uh, Kenny is the uh, managing general partner of the Arizona Diamondbacks. We are really, really, really excited about this project. Uh, You know, we were talking about it. I think this is our best. We've won seven awards. But I think this is our best effort, so we're looking forward to uh, to the book launch uh, at the national. So, nice. yes, yeah, and, and you're going to be there, Tim, right? Absolutely, I can't oh, wait. To see.
5: I, I have lots of opinions. I I, I have lots of opinions on that, so I I can't wait to see it.
1: Yeah, it's a cool book. He's you know, it's really. I'll tell you what's really interesting about the book is that you know, the, the last three or four of the fifty cards were not on the original list. But then because of what's happened in the industry, we had to dump like the last two or three cards and Ken brought in two more cards. So it's really literally, I think it's the 50 best cards in in the hobby. But we'll we'll see when the book comes out. Kevin, I wanted to ask you about the autograph portion of PSA. I know you guys are trying to expand that. Can you chat about that a little bit?
5: Yeah, I mean, I think we... We are trying. To, I mean, it's it's grown on its own steam quite a bit as well. Um, we have an office in New Jersey and an office in California. Uh, I think we, we we see some opportunities, particularly in on card autographs and how we produce those. Um, there's a, a large there's a large amount of interest in you know getting the auto graded as well, so having the card grade and the auto grade. And so I think we're going to try and sort of uh, fill that demand a bit um, by 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 doing more of that. Um, I also uh, think there is a, you know, there, there's definitely a, an increased interest in the retail side. We just see a lot more stuff. You know, we get everything from computers to records. I mean, the DNA office is the coolest office to go into because <laughs> when you go in, there's like, a signed drum set and like a stack of records and like a motherboard from a computer. Like there's just so many, you know, it could be anything. And so it's a fun one to see. Um, I think we will, there's also, you know, it's a much smaller business than PSA, but it doesn't have to be. So I think there are some interesting things we can do there. You know, we're going to focus a lot on the on-card stuff. Um, but the retail business is really surging as well.
1: Is Kevin Keating still have a, a place with PSA? Is Kevin doing some work for you guys? Oh, still? Yeah. oh yeah, he's
5: still uh, he's our number one guy. He's uh, from an authentication perspective. He's, uh, yeah, I, I talk with him almost every day. Really
1: yeah, we collaborated with Kevin uh, on the 100 Greatest Baseball Autographs when we wrote that. He was just, talk about a wealth of knowledge. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Just, yeah. Just amazing. Again, yeah. we're chatting with uh, Kevin Lenane from PSA. Rico, did you have a question? He's
2: the president. Of course, I do. I want to ask you, Kevin. Are you guys hiring? I yeah. understand. Uh, well, just uh, just to let you know, Tom and I have become experts in this field, and <laughs> if you need us in Boston, you know we're ready because we. We'll you know, do- Kevin you, he,
3: Rico's
1: making a point. I, we've been <laughs> lobbying. Hold on, Rico. Yeah. Rico and I have been Look, lobbying about your expansion. Enrico <laughs> has volunteered to personally speak to John Henry and open up a PSA facility right in the Yacht Way store at Fenway Park. I think that would be fantastic. Me. What?
2: Well, you're going to include you, right?
1: No,
5: I'll, I'll, you,
2: you can work it. We've we've talked about it. We've, we've come to a, a decision, 150000 a year plus expenses, <laughs> uh, if that's okay, um, can we do that? But you guys are hiring, right? Can we, we pet you in cards? Does that work? Cards? Not mine. Just don't give me mine.
5: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, look, we are definitely expanding. I mean, in all seriousness, we are absolutely expanding. Anytime we can have, like, more localized ops where we cut the turnaround time, right? Because a lot of the – we get a lot of cards from overseas, and there's no way to – do to, the, the shipping that it takes now, especially with COVID – to go from Japan or China to here, like you're you're talking six months minimum without your cards. And so, anytime we can localize the production, we want to. Um, there's definitely a learning curve and a training curve, but we definitely. That. That. I love the idea of having something inside Fenway. Uh, it, the, I will say the if you've ever been on site at PSA, you know how noisy those boom machines are. It's like a, the ceiling is like sounds like a. <laughs> Someone's changing the lug nuts on a race car. So it's, it's, You know, <laughs> it's
1: funny because when uh, I, I'm going back, uh, when Joe Orlando was president, you know, they had talked about it. And uh, he happened to come out here uh, for a book signing, one of the book signings. And we kind of walked into, it's not, uh, Rico, what's it called now? It's not the Yaki Way store anymore. I can't remember what it's
2: called. Twins. Uh, yeah, no, it's, no, a, it's a Red Twins. Sox. It's a Red yeah. Sox store. Yeah. And
1: we had a beautiful area carved out for you guys to move right in. And uh, it, it would have been really, that sounds really nice. Like
5: I said, I, I would love that. I, I do, the machinery is a bit of a challenge <laughs> for
1: sure. <laughs> uh, um, let's talk about, I know that you started Genement and Gentiment, uh was bought by uh, collectors. Question mm-hmm. is now that technology, obviously you're using that technology in the, in the grading of cards, uh, uh, I'm assuming. My question is: Is there going to be a day when that computerization replaces a human being, or are they going to work hand in hand?
5: So it's a great question. Um, so first, I would say right now, really, what we're using Gentiment for is more on the fraud side. We can we can fingerprint a unique instance of the card by detecting little marks and print defects and stains, and so it allows us to know if we've seen a specific card before. Which also then we can say, oh, hey this edge is shorter this this line here is colored or whatever so we're really using it right now more for fraud um and then beyond when we get into more of the grading stuff like centering assist and helping people understand what's the exact centering measurement here it's going to act more like an assist and the reason is that you know the price is such that it's, you know we can have people look at the cards and i think in a lot of cases it's a wise thing because there is an art you know i mean i think there are There's two schools of thought, but I believe that card grading is like an artisan process. And so it's difficult to really build artificial intelligence to do that really well. However, on the low end, I do think there is a place for computerized grading um, on the lower side of prices. Meaning if your card's worth less than 20 bucks, I'd say, it doesn't make sense to mail it in and have it graded for 25 and then have it mailed back. You're eating up the entire value of the card. and so. you know, in that case, it might make sense to have an app or, um or great something. idea yeah, great that. idea. And so you, you could see something like that in the future. It's a ways off, but I could see it allowed <laughs> to uh, interact with the set registry and, and kind of also maybe do, do some collection discovery. They can scan through a big collection. And then maybe those three cards that we say, Hey, you know what, this is actually a, this is actually a nine, you know, rookie and it's worth 200. So you should send this one in. And so you can see it's sort of like a discovery app too. So I think there's definitely a place for it, but it's not going to, we're still, we're always going to need those graders um, for all the stuff that would get sent in. I think. What
1: a great idea.
5: Uh, and I, uh,
2: I just wanted to mention one thing When we're talking about hiring. Uh, I wanted to give anybody interested in listening and watching, uh, you can go to www.psacard.com forward slash careers. Right. I, I, I would. I would. Well, I might anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, listen, uh, before we continue, I want to talk about our good friend, Joe Drelick, East Coast Sports Marketing and Hunter Auctions are pleased to present the Philadelphia Sports Collectors Show, the Philly Show from Friday, March 4th to Sunday, March 6th at the Valley Forge Casino Resort in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Shop over 200 of your favorite hobby dealer boots and over 55,000 square feet of sports collectibles heaven from the 1800s when Rico played to the present day, major sports auction houses and third party grading and authentication companies are on hand to assist your collecting needs. The Philly show is family friendly, friendly, and all kids 12 and under get in for free. Autographed guests include basketball legend, Julius, Dr. J Irving. Remember that great photo of him and bird choking each other. Yeah, Uh, it was fun. Philadelphia baseball legends, Mike Schmidt, Mike Schmidt, Pete Rose, and Steve Carlton. And the wizard, Ozzy Smith. Uh, Also, uh, Super Bowl fan favorite, Brandon Graham. And many more. For more information, go to thephillyshow.com. Remember, since 1975, the Philly show is where it all started. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. So what does the future look like for PSA, Kev?
5: By the way, that show sounds great. I got to go to that. It's It's a great show yeah we go us. every
1: year oh. actually we broadcast the uh, we broadcast it a couple of times yeah i'm going to go to that one that's a great one. show great show um
5: so in if few. okay i like i said before definitely a, a decreased pricing right so we're going to have less uh, cheaper tiers for sure uh higher volume which means lower turnaround times and you'll have we'll have more localized operations um so the ability to get you know same day turnaround in other locations that aren't California, um, and I think you can also expect like a lot of we're going to image every card, a lot more interaction in the set registry, a lot of the technology products that might accompany cards. I think you'll see a lot of those get really enhanced over time. Um, and, and as I also mentioned, we're going to continue to to increase and and and, uh, and bolster our capabilities to fight the alteration uh, efforts that are happening currently. So you know, all those the those are the big three. Good stuff.
1: Time. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, hey, before, again, before we continue our giveaway, Rico, the Harry Hooper book. Great player. Hey, this is a, there he is. Harry's a good player. He uh, yeah, was, yeah. This is our giveaway from the Staten Island Joe Marino, very cheap museum bag. Yeah. And here we go. This it's, week's winner, what? What are you laughing at?
2: No, it, it is cheap. a cheap member of the
5: million dollar outfit, right? That was Harry and, Hooper, was Hooper.
1: There. Harry Hooper, that's right. Yes. This week's winner is Marlon. Carlson, Marlon Carlson, Marlon, Marlon Carlson. you know how it works. You can PM us, you can text us, you can email us. You have one week. If we do not hear from you in one week, you're out. Fair enough, Rick.
2: That sounds good. Marvin's going to call. Don't worry.
1: I right, one last I uh, little piece. One one that one last little piece of business. Wheatland Auction Services just went live. They have a live auction going on right now past and present as well as thousands and thousands of autographs the great thing about wheatland is that there's literally something for everyone the winter auction ends on sunday february 20th and whatever what i love about their auctions is every lot starts at five bucks with no reserve some of the cool things week that they have roberto Clemente single signed official national Let's league baseball ahead. one of the rarest ever seen a really seen 1997 Michael Jordan SPX autograph card from Upper Deck. Team signed baseballs, including the 1946 Red Sox Ooh. with Johnny Pesky. That'll, he'll, he never lived that down, Rico. Pesky never lived that down. Ah, uh,
2: that was nothing. Come he on. Hated. He held
1: the ball. He held the ball. Uh, sure. uh, and uh, rare type one and type two photos of Ruth and Garrick. Also get your consignments in now. They work with you to help get your cards graded and your autographs certified before auction. Uh, Chuck and Stacey Wisman give you the ultimate in service, a great auction site. for the, And it's, you know something? These are one of those small mom-and-pop auction sites that are great and really help the uh, budget collector. So go out to uh, their, serv- their uh, March 20th, uh, Sunday, February 20th. It ends. Uh, bid now, invest now, and bring a little sports history home. That's nice. Uh, Kevin, I you know something? That's uh, uh, great. It's, it's, I was so glad we finally got you on. And yeah. uh, we hope great that uh, you're man. not a stranger to the show. We'd love to have you. Listen, this is a great vehicle to uh, kind of get the word out. Uh, you know, now that we're part of the United Podcast Network, we're on so many different platforms. We're on our YouTube, iHeartRadio. We're on Boston Radio up here. Uh, obviously, Facebook Live. Alexa. We're all over the place. So we have, we have a a nice following, uh, the people that, uh, uh, follow the show. Um, you know, we've had some interesting conversations regarding PSA over the last couple of years, but they are, I, I, you know, I'm, I think I'm speaking for most of them. They're all big, big, big PSA supporters. And, uh, you know, Well, we wish
2: you the best and, uh, Much success because, uh, as Tom just mentioned, PSA really is a great company, and uh, I can't wait to go to the show this coming year. And uh, Tom's driving down, by the way, Kevin. Yeah, the last time he drove, there to we Philadelphia. Go. Wait we a go. minute, you know the tolls. He hit the he hit the toll under the toll booth right afterward. <laughs> uh-huh. Bang. I said, that's it. Right, well, hold on. To...
1: Hold on. Before we let. No, you know, it, no, no, right. no. There are two yeah. parts to this story. I so did. I forward. did. I did hit the toll. But then I took the ticket at the beginning of the turnpike and I handed it to Rico. And when we got to the end of the toll, Rico wound up losing the ticket. So it cost us. We had to pay for the whole. <laughs> the yeah. whole, okay, the it, whole thing.
2: That's how we, you know, he gets away from his hitting the pole. Here's a grown man with. Husband, his wife, and my myself and my wife in the car. Holy jeez! So yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. But it's great meeting you. It really yeah, is, yeah, so and thank uh, you both. I wish you the best. I hope you can come on again. Yeah, absolutely. And,
1: and, and listen, we're going to uh, hopefully we'll get together at the national. Love to yeah. see
5: you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you both, uh, okay. both Tom and Rico, very much. Thank uh, you. Tom. An honor. So thank you all.
1: Good luck. Okay, to you. Take Bye, care. Bye, Rick. That wraps. Yeah. Uh, up for the weekend. Because. Enjoy the weekend, Rico. Yeah. I'm going to go for a bike ride, and then I think I'm going to do some fishing this afternoon.
2: Oh, good for you. huh? Don't ride your bike into the ocean. Down the pier. There you go. All, All right, right, guys. It's great. Listen,
1: everybody have a great week. Yeah, thanks. Uh, we love you guys. Thanks. And our
2: support. producers are wonderful. Did a great job. Oh, thank They're, you. Uh, yeah, a little sick. But and, oh, and by, that- by
1: the way, our viewers, just before we leave real quickly, would you Chrissy guys mind Dave. all would you guys all mind pitching in and send Rico a dollars so he can buy a printer? <laughs> he really would like a printer.
2: <laughs> I can't find one. Wait a minute. Down here, I cannot find a they're all out of stock. I don't want to hear it.
1: That they being gotta, said, oh, yeah. happy collection. Take care.